The strategies and concepts discussed are for educational purposes only and do not represent specific investment tax or state planning advice. Investing carries an inherent element of risk and is possible to lose principal and interest when investing in securities. No strategy can guarantee a profit or prevent a loss. The views expressed represent the personal opinions of the presenter or featured guests, not necessarily those of USA Financial or its affiliated subsidiaries. Any opinions or forecasting statements are subject to change at any time and without notice. John Cindia is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities Corporation, member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. LifeStages Advisory is not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. LifeStages Advisory, Dean or Remington, or any guest we have are not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. Welcome to episode 62 of WTF Wealth Tax and Finances. I'm your host, John Cindia, certified public accountant and personal financial specialist. I'm blessed with two guests today. That's Dean and Remington. Say hello. Hi, Hi. guys. We join a lot. We're guests (laughs) every episode. They're my techo geeks is what it is, but they also have some millennial insight as Remington is looking up a couple of things on the NFTs, which is what we're going to talk about today. Oh, yeah. That's actually a... (laughs) Fix it. It's just cardboard. It's a piece of cardboard. Oh, yeah. Like a Levin furniture or something. Wayside. It's a prop. You can't say that. See? Oh, we're not talking about that. No, you have to cut that Mm -hmm. out. Today's going to be about NFTs, okay? Uh, What is that? Non-fungible tokens. You probably heard about it in the last month or two uh, in the uh, marketplace and everything. And I was still trying to get my head around it. We've talked to uh, Remington and Dean uh, amongst ourselves here as far as whether this is going to be viable or not. And to give you a little bit of insight, uh, a guy named, uh, what was the first one? Uh, Beeble. I think the guy's name was Beeble or something that had, uh, he had never sold anything more than $100 uh, as far as artwork. And he puts up with Christie's a piece that was um, called 5,000 Days, I believe, or something like that. Anyway, he had taken pictures for 5,000 days and put this on, um, scanned them all in, put them in a composite, and put it up. And within two or three weeks, the thing had shot to like $69 million. So another example was LeBron James uh, running down um a fast break and blocking a shot or something i don't know anyway that I got think they like got that one thousand bucks yeah that one's up for 200 grand there's another one for uh the ceo of twitter jack dorsey uh 2.9 million yeah that's what now, they're trying no, to sell that was his first, wanna, that was his first tweet or something right, yeah. right. if you want to hop into the old time machine here somebody sold the neon cat yeah for i didn't know what it was a million yeah it's been it's cat. been around yeah it's been around the uh, internet for like Half seventeen years or something and uh, what they said that uh, they were going to put that on everybody had access to it but somebody got there first and puts it in and becomes a digital copy and even though everybody else can see it the the operative word in here is ownership so the ownership is what seems to be getting the individuals. Um, an idea that this is going to be worth more money than what they eventually paid for it. So now you don't have a physical copy. 
it is a digital copy. And there again, you're going to have to have this held either on a, a um, fire stick or a, um, you know, a disc, some other type of storage that you would have similar to a cryptocurrency um, in a wallet. And some of these also have the fact that it, once you click on, they may end up being able to uh, generate revenue. Now, I'm not sure how much revenue you're going to have to click on to the 5,000 days to have him recoup $69 million, you know. It's going to take you a while. It's going to take a little while. There's going to be a lot of clicks going on. Um, but there again, I think this is part of the frothiness in the market that there are so many dollars chasing so few uh, decent um, investments at this point because everybody's worried about the bubble. And we're going to get into the next um, episode uh, about bubbles and some other things Ooh, that uh, we're going to be talking there. about. What's that? So you're doing some foreshadowing there. Ooh. Yes. So stick around for that. Um, but on the, um, on the topic here of these NFTs, um, the main thing is the ownership and who is to say that anything is worth anything and bringing that value there. When you're looking at collectibles, you know, you, whether you have Hot Wheels or you've got sports cars or just about anything, classic cars, anything, you've got something tangible and it is one of a kind. So when you have something that is a digital copy and it's on the blockchain that is making the identification what it is as far as the ownership. So you've got a series of... Uh, alphanumeric codes that is going to attach itself to that specific um, digital copy of whatever it is you have. So whether it's a, a picture, a painting, um, they're I, even I doing guess music, music. Soon. Like uh, they're saying Kings of Leon would be the first band to release an album mm -hmm. as an NFT, but looking into it some more here, it looks like in addition to just the music that they're, I think they're going to release anyways after the fact. It comes with like special perks, like you get a vinyl, you get front row seats at concerts. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I think everybody's trying to feel out what this is. And right now it just seems like um, the individuals that are doing this are spending some of their crypto money. Um, yeah, you have is to what connect it your wallet. Like. I was looking into that too on how to just make an NFT. Yeah. You have to sync your wallet to there's a few sites that you can run this on like uh open rarible and mintable mm -hmm. like once you connect your uh your wallet to like any of those sites you can then start uploading images or i think even music now so it's all going to be tied to the cryptocurrency yeah you have somewhere. you have to attach your wallet before you can upload anything so you know i, I think there's an integration there of some of these people that may have been early on in the crypto phase, that they've got um, an excess amount of cryptocurrency that they don't know what to do with. And they figured since <laughs> it was so easy to deal with, it wasn't like they went out and worked hard for the money. Right. I still have a feeling that, you know, we're looking for a pullback in this market, you know, from the bubble that we will be talking about uh, in another episode here coming up. But um, when you're starting to look at the increases of some of these cryptocurrencies and some of these uh, the NFTs that are hot right now, 
But when you start looking at this, um, there's been a lot of money on the sidelines for several years uh, because people were uh, skeptical of the market even two, three, four years ago that it was getting too high. And with all the stimulus uh, being put back in uh, to the economy, um, you know, we had a flash crash in uh, March of 2020. It uh, came roaring back, though, fairly quickly, and it was sort of unprecedented uh, to move almost 40 percent down and then to come back so quickly. Um, it's unusual, you know, for that obviously to happen. But there's so many different things happening now that is artificially propping the economy and the market and everything else up that people are looking at it to wondering why gold hasn't been moving. Well, gold is an inflation hedge, and we're about as far from having any inflation as, as you want to see anything. So it doesn't really make sense that gold would take off. Um, silver may be a situation eventually uh, just because of um, – where it's used in the manufacturing process of so many different things. So when they're looking for that, you know, each different cryptocurrency has a little bit different um, uh, base uh, that it's used for as far as a transaction. Uh, some of them are to uh, clearing uh, finances. Other ones are, um, you know, uh, used as a commodity uh, in order to pay for something else or to institute a transaction. And, while it's still not clear as to how many uh, are going to eventually be there, I think there's going to be a consolidation, and some of these are going to not be very viable. I think there's something like five or 6,000 different types of cryptos out there right now. and um, They call it the Wild West. Yeah, it's the Wild West of cryptocurrency or so. so um, but I, I think that uh, once we lo start looking at uh, the viability of this stuff, that money that's on the sidelines right now, I think it's getting antsy from sort of being pent up. We've had a, a year of COVID that people haven't been able to do anything. And since they're not traveling, they're not doing anything, they're saving their money. And it's now becoming a thing that um, once you get bored and uh, nothing's happening in the market and the market's just going up for no reason except for the, uh, the stimulus, it's uh, artificial basically. Um, and, and there's really no... Um, there's no correlation with the economy and the stock market. Stock market's going up, but the economy is actually stagnant. And when you start looking at uh, corporate earnings, uh, some of them uh, are having earnings mainly because of the stock buybacks. So if you start looking at it, there hasn't been a real true uh, appreciation um, in any of the companies as far as uh, true profitability. You're looking at um, um, EPS, uh, earnings per share, uh, that usually are standing around 17, 18, 19 um, on a percentage basis to uh, getting up to uh, 30, uh, 40 um, on the EPS side. And when we start looking at uh, numbers like that, um, you know, we're getting way, way ahead of ourselves on, on some things there. And it's the same thing when you start to look at the earnings of uh, the other technology stocks. Uh, they're just way ahead of themselves. Um, there's been some correction on a few of the electric car makers, but when you start looking at everything else that's out there, uh, the market's been going up. Um, the stimulus is starting to hit. Uh, the individuals are putting more money into play into the stock market. 
they're not paying off bills. They're not doing certain things as far as uh, spending. There is some travel going on now and, and everything, but there's a lot of different money coming in, and the little guy is coming up against the big guy and um, uh, sort of creating a little bit of chaos in the markets. So I think while it's going to be short-lived, it's something to uh, to be aware of and um, uh, you know be knowledgeable of exactly what's going on here. And you have to tread lightly with all this stuff because um, all of this goes back to what we talked about before is uh, fear of missing out, the old FOMO, uh, trying to get rich quick uh, on all of these, uh, putting your money in and dumping a lot of it. Don't go borrowing money, which some people are still doing. They're borrowing money uh, to go into the market, and then you're pretty much leveraging uh, something that uh, instead of it going up, it's going to go down. And now you have exacerbated your situation. Uh, not only did you lose that money, but now you've got another debt that you can't uh, cover. So um, there's a lot of irrational thought going out here, and uh, people are just getting caught up emotionally. You got to take a breath and step back and start realizing that, uh, you know, this could be just another phenomena. Um, I really don't think this is going to be anything uh, more than something short lived or for a very small, specific uh, niche market of uh, these people that have oh, yeah. way too much money and don't know what to do so with it. So you're saying I shouldn't buy a. an x ray of William Shatner's teeth? I just saw. Well, you can do that. <laughs> they, he sold. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I just had it up. I think it was a hundred thousand trading cards hmm. of just various things that he's done, and they sold out in nine minutes. I just saw somebody sold a virtual house for. I think it was like five hundred thousand dollars. I don't know if that means you can put on a VR set and like go into this house, or it was just like the digital like blueprint of a house, but. See, I'm, I'm just not, yeah. You I guys are millennials to, and you can't make heads I need, or tails I need of this. something to do with all my winnings from what I've invested into the stock market. So I'm going to buy. 50 bucks I've made, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to go uh, crazy on NFTs. You know, I'm an old fart and I can't see it. You guys are millennials and you can't see it. So the only are we missing thing, something here or well, what? We talked about this before we started about how the, the only thing that I've, I could see being interesting with this is the sports aspect about mm -hmm. how like the NBA is starting to get in on it and they're selling like highlight clips that you can have like the exclu uh, the exclusive rights to but even then like i don't see that lasting for too you long, know though. you could have i don't see how it would have been just like you buying the exclusive rights to nfl films or anything else like that if you want to buy it you're going to have their films right but how many other people have that that same clip that they've downloaded onto the computer yeah, years but, prior yeah and i mean it also comes down to how many people want a clip of lebron james against the hornets on a breakaway dunk on the third quarter when they're up 15 right points. like eventually <laughs> it's gonna get down to like all right we've got a, a layup nft here from this unknown guy uh 10, yeah. 10 million dollars yeah no, like, no one's gonna buy that how different is that from the other 1500 layups that that same guy did it's it really needs to team. be to, I mean, to garnish my interest me specifically or you know even probably people like you john it needs to be something that is collectible mm -hmm. you can't just nft everything 
Exactly. No, it, it loses its interest to me. It has to be something <clears throat> interesting, you know, like, a, I don't know, if it was something sports related, like something from the playoffs or, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a, you know, like a home run to win a game or something or a, a pass with two seconds left on the clock, you know, and Kyrie in the Super Bowl or something. Or, yeah, like Kyrie hitting the three in the uh, 2016 NBA Finals. Like, you know, it, it needs to be something worth purchasing. Well, and, you know, if there was a photographer out there that had it and had a, a different shot from the floor of Kyrie or something like that. Yeah. And he had the only, you know, the perfect shot or whatever. And he had that. I could see, you know, maybe duplicating that. But I mean, what's the difference of him turning around and printing something as opposed to him saying, OK, I've got this NFT. It's worth this much. And then he shows it somewhere else, or I see a picture of that on the internet somewhere, well, I and did. I've got something similar. It's like it's it's same as that five thousand day uh, picture. It is on there. We can print one off right now off the computer. The only thing I'd, I'd say to that, I, I own I, that piece. I don't care about the digital version. Right. I've got this. I got the same thing. The only thing I'd say on that is. Looking into this a little bit further, I saw that some artists, not all of them, but some of them were saying like, you'll get the high res version of this image. And then allegedly, like you'd hope they'd follow through with it, but they're saying, I'm going to delete every trace of it after I give you the, the picture or whatever it is. But for unknown artists, that might work. But for like NBA clips... You, even if they pulled it, people are going to still have that. Like, there's no chance of getting rid of everything. Oh, exactly. I, I just don't understand. You know, like I said, you really have to be a narcissist to say that <laughs> I have this. And you know, you're pretty much an idiot. I think <laughs> if you're turning around going, I think um, I I have to have this. I have to have that one, and I've got that, and I own it. If someone okay. has a different take on this, we would love to we hear would love it. to hear it. Uh, what is it? JCindia at lifestagesadvisory.com. Oh, yeah. Or they could leave a comment. Yeah, you can leave a comment anywhere you want. You could put it on Google review. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just but, interested to know. Like, well, you know what they can know, do real quick? They can go on Apple Podcasts, listen to this episode again, and then leave a review with their question in it. Or yes. on YouTube. Possibly. Or YouTube or works. Or on YouTube. YouTube works. Listen to but, us on uh, Apple Yeah, Podcast. I think... <laughs> Honestly, I need a different take because this is, I've had this conversation with other people too, and it's the same way. Like, everyone's like, people are doing that. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. It sounds like th- it's like the same thing with like rich people buying art to like avoid taxes. You know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole nother story. But I just, I, I could see this taking off. There, like, I was telling you, there's like a one in 100 million chance that it becomes like long lasting. Mm-hmm. And, I mostly say that because big companies are getting into it and like influencers on YouTube are kind of ironically making their own NFTs and they're they're making decent money off of it. Like there's a guy who was selling his highlight clips of him opening Pokemon cards and <laughs> that's something I want. He was making tons of money off of it. <laughs> and I I don't think he intended to make millions of dollars selling specific clips from a video that already exists and that is still up on his channel like there i don't but i I don't know i could see it possibly catching but i don't have a lot of hope in it i hope this camera's on here let's this is going to be a one 
That's my sigh. We're putting that up as an NFT, okay? Okay. And, and see if we can do anything with that. What's the starting bid on that? I don't know, but if anybody wants to bid, then maybe you can change my mind that this might be something Four real. second clip of John sighing on episode 62 of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I got nothing on this one. NFTs, just, my mind is like a- I, I don't know. I don't empty know. Empty warehouse. I'm just saying, you know, caveat, caveat emptor, buyer beware. Or is that, uh, yes, I hope that's the right one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, uh, anyway, be cautious, okay? Um, for those of you who work for your money, take your time with this stuff. Make sure it's uh, something that you have to have. Gotta have that sigh of Gotta John during have... episode 62. Oh, man, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, like they said, uh, we'd like to hear from you, um, comments, anything else about this on the NFTs so that we can pass on uh, any information that we may be missing or insight that uh, we could pass on to any others. So until the next episode, thanks a lot, and we'll see you soon.